The Productive Woman, Episode 289. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan and this is a podcast about productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. Well, welcome and thank you for joining me. This week, we're going to be talking about the role that friends and mentors play in making a life that matters. You'll find more information and links in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 289. This episode is brought to you by FreshBooks. Did you know that about 24 million Americans, more than the population of Florida, want to work for themselves by 2021? Maybe you're one of them that you want to launch your own business, have your own uh, business that you run yourself. Now, sadly, according to some surveys, as many as 35% of the people who want to work for themselves cite inconsistent income as one of the biggest things holding them back. If money is a big deterrent to you, would getting paid two times faster help you make that leap? Well, have you heard of FreshBooks? If you've been listening to this podcast for any length of time, you probably have because I have used FreshBooks myself for, I want to say, three or four years now. FreshBooks is a cloud accounting software that basically does your invoicing for you and on top of that gets you paid two times faster because it's so easy for your clients or customers to pay you. And yes, it's really easy to use because it's made for entrepreneurs. FreshBooks lets you create and send invoices automatically. It lets you accept credit cards and ACH payments right on the invoices. It allows you to automate payments for recurring invoices and even automate invoice payments payment reminders. So you don't have to send out those reminders for folks that haven't paid you yet. Overall, FreshBooks helps you face big business challenges like getting paid so you can focus on growing your business. FreshBooks is offering the Productive Woman community a free 30-day trial of their service right now, no credit card required. Simply go to freshbooks.com TPW and enter the Productive Woman in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Recently, I have been thinking a lot about the women who've been my friends and mentors over the years and how they've helped shape my view of what it means to make a life that matters and to be productive. We have talked in the past few weeks about ways to get things done that we need to do. We Last week, we talked about working from home and making that adjustment when it uh, maybe wasn't your choice to do that. We, we talk about things like that a lot, but productivity is more than just getting stuff done. Meaningful productivity is about making a life that matters. For me, a life that matters centers on people that matter. And during a time like now, when we're required to pretty much be isolated, I am finding that friendship is even more important. It has become more top of mind, which is interesting to me because as I've mentioned in the past, I am an introvert by nature. I love people, but I need a certain amount of alone time to sort of regenerate and reinvigorate myself. And I like being alone. I, I like to read. There are lots of things I like to do that I can do when I'm on my own. And yet now that we are required 
uh, in the county that I live in to stay home most of the time, other than just leaving for essentials. Um, and therefore, we're kind of isolated. It's I'm finding that I'm really missing interaction with other people. And as I've been spending more time alone these past weeks, I have been thinking about the importance of relationships. Obviously, I, I think about my husband and my children, but what I've mostly been thinking about recently are the women who've influenced me over the years. Some of them have been close friends, some of them have been work colleagues, and others I've known only from a distance, but all of them have mentored me in one way or another, helping shape my worldview and and really influencing the person I have become. And I wanted to talk about that this week. I wonder if maybe you're feeling a little bit of that sense of isolation and and missing uh, interaction with those friends and mentors that you maybe typically would spend time with. So I wanted to talk about that just a little bit this week. As always, I like to start with definitions. I want to make sure we're uh, we're using the same terms. And I'm always curious about the meanings of words anyway. And so, of course, I looked up friendship and mentorship um, or friend and mentor as I was preparing to talk with you about this. So one dictionary definition of friend is a person whom one knows and with whom one has a bond of mutual affection. And that's a pretty straightforward definition. The dictionary definition that I found actually excludes like romantic relationships. So a friend is a person that you know and that you have a bond of mutual affection with. I I love some other definitions that I came across in doing some reading. One article said, a friend is someone who understands you, and if they don't, they try to. And I think that's such a great definition of what a friend is. When I, I, As I read that, I was thinking about some of the conversations that I've seen on social media recently, you know, centered around what's going on in the world and how easy it is to be misunderstood when you post something on social media. And what I think is great about this definition is you can tell in conversations, even among people you don't know, you can tell which people are friends and which people aren't because friends might not always understand you, but they will try to. And if you maybe don't articulate something as well as you should, or you take an action that seems kind of out of character or not, not representing the best you, a friend is going to try to understand why. They're going to try to uh, understand why you did what you did or why you said what you did or what you meant, and they're going to give you the benefit of the doubt. So I love that definition of a friend as someone who understands you, and if they don't, they try to. Uh, another article, actually, this is from the online Urban Dictionary, says a friend is someone you love and who loves you, someone you respect and who respects you, someone whom you trust and who trusts you. A friend is honest and makes you want to be honest too. A friend is loyal. And that's just one of the definitions of friend in the Urban Dictionary. And I love that. It's that that mutuality of caring and respect and honesty that makes someone a friend 
uh, in my mind. I have have often said, a friend loves you no matter what, and will tell you the truth whether you want to hear it or not. And, you know, a friend isn't just somebody who always says, oh, you're awesome, you're wonderful, everything you do is is perfect. But a friend is someone who loves you, who sees you for who you are, and loves you anyway, and who will tell you the truth even when it's a truth you don't want to hear. Um, And I am so grateful to have had a few friends like that in my life. Friendship is so important to us in terms of making a meaningfully productive life, making a worthwhile life. Dr. Kristen Fuller, writing in Psychology Today, has said, the psychology behind strong female friendships is strong. According to a study published in the Journal of Clinical Oncology, and I'll have links to all this in the show notes if you want to check it out. Uh, According to that study, uh, Dr. Fuller says, women with early stage breast cancer were four times more likely to die from cancer if they didn't have very many friends. Those with a larger group of friends with early stage breast cancer had a much better survival rate. Uh, And this is from uh, her article on the importance of female friendships among women. So there, there is clinical evidence from studies that have been done that friendship can have an impact on our physical health. We know it can have an impact on our mental health to have those people who understand you. And if they don't, they try to, to have those people who love you and respect you and trust you and tell you the truth and who accept those things from you. Those people make a huge difference in our lives. And specifically, Dr. Fuller was talking about in the lives of us as women. So I think it's important even in this time when we are isolated, to find ways to connect with our friends. Uh, And maybe we can't gather in the same room, but uh, cultivating those friendships and nurturing those friendships during this time, I think can make a huge difference in how we get along through the ongoing crisis that our world is facing right now, let alone just in everyday life. So that's uh, talking about what friendship is and why it's important. Mentorship is another thing entirely. So the definition I found of a mentor is an experienced and trusted advisor. One resource I looked at said, a mentor is a person or friend who guides a less experienced person by building trust and modeling positive behaviors. So Friends can do that, but other people who are not friends can do that. So a mentor is different from a friend. Uh, Affection is a component of friendship, uh, and that's not necessarily required in a mentor, but trust is in both cases. You can't be Um, You can't be friends with someone you don't know personally, but you can be mentored by someone you've never met through her writings, her speaking, even just by the example you see as she lives her life in a public way. We, We probably all can point to certain people that we consider a mentor. Um that we have learned lessons by watching them live their life, even though we've never met them in person. A lot of people, for instance, think of Oprah Winfrey as a mentor. Never have met her, but she is to them an experienced and trusted advisor. And so that, that trust is key. And the, a mentor is someone who has 
an experience level maybe above what you, or beyond what you have personally that you can learn from. So finding friends and mentors, for me, it has been important to have a variety of types of women as my friends and my mentors. Uh, it's easy to fall into relationships with people that we meet who are like us, who, you know, look like us, who, whose lives are similar to ours, who are of a similar socioeconomic um, category, or who believe the same things we do. But I think it's important, and I really have tried in my life to be open to friendships and certainly mentorship from and with people who are different from me. So, uh, because we can all learn from each other. So the, the people throughout my life uh, who, are, who I've become friends with, who are younger than me, for instance, they often bring a level of optimism that can counter the uh, cynicism, I guess, that can come with age and difficult experiences. As I get older and have been through some things in life, it's easy to fall into a... Uh, I, I don't want to say pessimistic. My husband might say I, I have a can have a pessimistic point of view, but uh, you know maybe a little more cynical, a little more suspicious, a little less upbeat and positive than I was when I was younger. And befriending those women who are younger than me, who are at an earlier stage of life, they often have that that level of optimism that comes, I think, with youth. I think it's necessary in youth for for young people to go out into the world and, and you know, be prepared to, to take on the world and conquer it. You've got to have a certain level of optimism. And that is so important for me at this stage in my life to see, and it has been at all stages, to, to have friends who were younger than me, because they remind me to stay optimistic and stay positive, and they also bring a level of energy that is refreshing to me, and, and that enthusiasm that you can lose over time if you've, you know, you, you start to feel a little beat down when things haven't gone the way you wanted them to. Having those friends who are younger and more energetic and enthusiastic can inspire that in you. On the other hand, I have benefited so many times over the years from friends and mentors who were older than me. They bring uh, a, a broader experience and, a, and the wider perspective that comes with it. They have been around the block a few times and lived to tell the story. And so many times in my life, a woman has come into my life at just the right time. Uh, someone who was a little older than me, a little farther down the road, than I was and who could tell me this thing you're going through, you're going to, you're going to get through it fine. Whether it was, you know, older moms when I had very young children at home and was feeling overwhelmed and incompetent, uh, older moms that would come along and say, no, yeah, I was there. I felt the same way you did and, and it's okay. You're going to be all right. That, that broader experience, that ability to see that big picture because they've been there and they came up with some things that work for them and they can share that wisdom, but they also know that um, what works for one doesn't work for everybody. And sometimes just having somebody who's older, a little farther down the road than you are to come alongside you, put her, put her arm around you and say, yeah, it's going to be okay. You're going to get through this. You're doing better than you think you are. That can make all the difference. 
So it's been so helpful to me to have those uh, friends who were older, those mentors who are older. It's also been important to me to have friends and mentors, but but friends who who come from different backgrounds and have different viewpoints f- than I do, because as I said before, it's easy to befriend and hang out with people who think like you and look like you and you know live like you. And you don't grow much from that. You just kind of can stay where you are and feel very comfortable. And maybe you're you're comfortable in an error of thinking. Maybe not, but you never are going to know unless you spend time, really quality time, friendship time with people who are different from you. And so it's been so valuable to me over the years to have friends who come from those different backgrounds, who see things differently than I do. They remind me to listen carefully and to think deeply. They force me in those conversations that you can have with a friend who, let's go back to what we were saying earlier, somebody who loves you and who you love, someone you respect and they respect you, you trust them and they trust you, they're honest and they make you want to be honest. Having those kinds of friends who have a different perspective, a different point of view, different belief system, they, you can have those conversations without them turning into personal attacks. And those are so valuable because for me, they force me to question my own ideas and to really deeply understand my own beliefs and defend them in a non-threatening way. They teach me, those friends who who come from a different point of view than I do, teach me to be open-minded and to love without conditioning my love on the other person's compliance with my way of thinking. I think, and that this is just my opinion out there, what you see on social media, what you see in the world, I think our world would be a better place if more of us were able to, to listen to another point of view without, I mean, to really hear it, to listen instead of just waiting for your turn to refute everything they've said, to be able to love people on on the other side of the aisle, so to speak, without requiring that they agree with you all the time. That, um, that maybe is one of the greatest things I've learned from my friends who've, who come from different perspectives and different backgrounds and different points of view. And so I think it's really important to us to have those people in our life and to be able to be friends with people who don't agree with everything you say. So I've been fortunate in my life to have had many male mentors and friends who've had a huge impact on my life. Uh, One of my best friends in high school was a guy who made space for me in a town that he'd grown up in uh, that I was new to. He, He made me feel welcome and kind of brought me into a circle of friends. Another male mentor slash friend was a foster father who helped me find myself during a crisis period of my life. From that to the high school choir teacher who not only helped me find my voice, but extended grace to me at a time and in a way that literally, absolutely changed the course of my life. 
from that to a college professor who encouraged me to expand my vision of what I could accomplish, to a partner at my first law firm who literally taught me how to be a lawyer. He took me under his wing and mentored me in a way that I am so grateful for, even to this day, although we don't work together anymore and he's actually retired. But he, from the early days of my legal career, was a true mentor in all the best senses of the term. And and so I've been very fortunate to have those male mentors and, and male friends over the course of the years. But I'm especially grateful for the women who've come into my life as friends or mentors or both. And I wanted to share really briefly just a a few of the lessons I've learned from them that have helped me become the person I am today and directly contribute to me being a productive person uh, in the sense of getting the things done that are important to me and of making a life that matters. I have to start with my mother. She is, without question, the strongest person I know. She lived through some incredibly difficult times over the course of her life, growing up in an alcoholic home, eloping when she was 17 years old with a man, my dad, who turned out to be an alcoholic himself. Uh, They moved all over the country, and she would make a home for us everywhere we went, and I say all over the country, it was really all over the Pacific Northwest. But, you know, we moved frequently for various reasons. And my mom always made a home for us wherever we were. Uh, she she raised six kids. Uh, I'm the oldest of six. Three of us were born with co- a congenital defect that required many hospital stays and surgeries. And, and my mom was there with us every moment of that. She's gone through so much, a divorce and then being a single mom for a number of years, so many things that she's been through that would, you know, would, I think would crush a lesser person. But through it all, my mom has maintained a sense of humor that to this day cracks me up. I, she just is so funny, her, her take on life. And, and she always, even when we kids, some of us were rebelling and kind of going our own way and did things that were hurtful to her, she still stood by us. She is, you know, the quintessential mama bear. Nobody messes with her babies. And from my mom, I learned to laugh at life's absurdities, that a sense of humor can get you through a lot of crises. And that lesson has stood me in good stead for many years, and it certainly is doing so now with what's going on in the world. I also learned a really important mothering lesson from my mom, and that is how important it is for a mother to stay calm in the midst of a crisis, because her kids are looking to her for cues as to how to react. And the sort of practical application of that was when, you know, kids be, would be outside playing and one would get hurt and come in, you know, bleeding. And she never reacted um, dramatically. She was always very calm and, oh, look at that. Well, let's go clean that up. And I mean, some of these, the things that happened were pretty, pretty, uh, I don't know, horrendous injuries. And she always reacted that same way. And I remember her telling me once when I was a young mother, um, mom needs to stay calm because the kids will react 
how she reacts. They're looking to us for cues as to how to respond to this this thing that happened. And if you fall apart, they're going to, they're going to fall apart. And she, and I remember her saying, I will have my nervous breakdown when all of this, when we're back from the emergency room and everybody's gone to their rooms. And that's, that such was such an important lesson for me that as moms, we really can set the tone in our household. Our kids, whatever their ages are, are looking to us for cues as to how, how to react here. And if mom is staying calm, they're, they're going to pick up that cue and they're going to think, okay, well, this is bad, but it's, it's, it's survivable because mom's okay. As long as mom's okay, I'm going to be okay. So my mom has been a huge, she is my friend now, but she has also been a mentor to me in many, many ways. Another friend is my friend Vicki. I met her when I was a high school sophomore and she was a young newlywed. I was, I had moved to a new town. Music was very important to me at that time. I was in choir and I thought at that time I wanted to be a singer when I grew up. And so I was looking for a voice teacher and my choir teacher, the one I mentioned earlier, who also is Vicki's husband, sent me to her as a, to be a voice teacher. And I took voice lessons from her for a year maybe, took piano lessons from her for another year or so. Uh, Vicki taught me how to sing for sure, but we also became friends. She was uh, one of my bridesmaids when Mike and I got married, and we are friends to this day. She was more than just a voice teacher and a friend. She was my example of how to be a young wife and a young mom. So much of what I did as a young mom and as, as a newlywed when Mike and I got married at a very young age was based on what I saw Vicki doing. And she wasn't uh, dogmatic in any way. She just lived her life in a way that I found admirable and wanted to be like her. I still want to be like her. Um, and she's a, she's a pretty great woman. And I'm grateful to have her as a friend even to this day, many, many years later. Another friend of mine uh, is Kathy. Uh, when I think of the people who've influenced me in, in my worldview and my ability to make a meaningfully productive life, Kathy comes to mind. She's a friend of my same age, and we have known each other since we were in our mid-20s. We played music together, we worked on projects together, and shared so many memories together over the years. So many laughs, so many great times, and so many hard times. She's one of those friends that though we can go months without speaking to each other, when we do get together, it's as though no time has passed and we just pick up right where we left off. And from Kathy, I've learned about that kind of friendship, what it means to know that there's someone out there in the world who, if you needed her, she would be there without question. For over 30 years, she has modeled for me the kind of friend I want to be for others. Uh, and her sense of humor and her intelligence, her thoughtful responses to the crises that we've gone through have been inspiring to me. The fourth person that came to mind is my mother-in-law, Donna McClellan. And I'm sure she would not have thought of herself as a mentor to me, but she was to me, and still, although she's no longer with us, she is to me an example of the impact 
a woman can have through dedication to her family. She had her own interests, to be sure, but she was devoted to her husband and children and spent hours, for instance, driving her very talented son to music lessons and music festivals and supporting him in various ways in his musical endeavors. And, uh, you know, there are some who would think, well, she, you know, she didn't go out and make a big impact on the world, but she did. Uh, I see the impact that she has made a lasting impact uh, through her dedication to her family, seeing what a good man her son turned out to be. That gives her a huge amount of credibility in my eyes because I saw the outcome of supportive, loving mothering. He, as a result, in part, to the way she mothered him, he is a really good man who's been a great father, a good husband to me. And that influence that Donna had continues to to go out in further future generations as our sons model themselves after their dad. So uh, she was a mentor to me without trying to be. Another friend and mentor that I think of is a woman named Jill. I met her through church. Her kids were a few years older than mine. She was our, our kids were very young, just beginning. Our oldest was just getting to be school age, I think, when I met Jill. And she had several kids that were older who she had homeschooled for quite a while. And Mike and I had decided to homeschool our kids And Jill and I somehow became friends, and she opened her heart and her home to me and answered my questions and set an example of how a mom could homeschool her kids while still being a a person, pursuing her own interests. And I, I learned a lot from her about just the mechanics of homeschooling, but also about how to sort of manage your time and uh, be a good homeschooling mom while also being a woman who had her own interests and things that she wanted to do. And so I'm very grateful to this day that I had that time uh, with Jill as my friend. Another mentor that comes to mind is Martha, another partner at my first law firm. I mentioned uh, the, the male partner who mentored me, but Martha did as well. They had very different styles of working, and so it was great for me to see different ways of doing things. I learned so much from her about how to serve clients well, how to be effective and efficient in doing so, and how, and just so much more. Uh, she was a very, still is, a very stylish woman, and I admired the way she put herself together as a woman in a profession that, you know, at that time when I first started, still was predominantly male. Uh, in our section, I think at the time she was one of only two female partners in the real estate group. And so I learned so much from, from watching her. And she was, I consider her a friend as well, but primarily a mentor as a female lawyer in a male-dominated profession. Uh, and I'm grateful for that. Uh, another sort of professional mentor slash of friend is in a different area of my life. And and that's Susie Mae Warren, who has been a guest on this show in a past episode. She is a best-selling, award-winning author. And I met her, I think, at a writer's conference years ago. And since then, I I started reading her work. She's just a brilliant novelist. Uh, I love her work. And 
because I admired her writing, I started attending seminars that she taught, um, signed up for a writing retreat that she hosted, and came to know her as a person, uh, as a as a friend, but as a as a writing mentor who really made herself available to help new writers develop into good authors. She would sit with me and help me develop the stories that I was writing, not just me, the other people there. She's just such a generous person with her skills and her knowledge and such a supportive person who has reached a really high level in her profession and still takes, she puts out lots of books, writes very, very well, but takes time out of her schedule to mentor new writers and to celebrate with them when they have their successes. So from her, I learned not only how to write better, but also saw that example of the importance of giving your time, your knowledge, and your caring to others who are maybe not so far along the path as you are. One other person, one other woman I wanted to mention, uh, all these women that I've mentioned so far are a few of those that I've known personally who are or have been my friend and who have mentored me. But there are others who've mentored me even though I've never met them. And one of them I've mentioned on this podcast many times is Brooke Castillo. I consider her a mentor, though we have never met. Through her podcast and through her written materials, I have learned so much about the impact of my own thinking on how I'm able to make a life that matters, on how I experience my life. She really is the first person I ever heard explain uh, the sort of cause and effect between my own thinking and the outcomes in my life. And I am so grateful to have found her, to have been able to benefit from the things she teaches through the podcast that she puts out each week. And I, I'm grateful for her as a mentor. Uh, and I hope someday I get to meet her in person and thank her. There are so many others over a lifetime uh, women who've taught me taught me how to sew, how to be a mom, how to write, how to make a home, how to maintain my faith through tough times. There are women who have laughed with me, who've cried with me, who've told me the truth about myself when I didn't want to hear it. And I am so incredibly grateful for those, uh, the women I've mentioned and all those that I couldn't mention without making this a, a four-hour episode. Uh, and so I, I, to me, the, that kind of friendship, those relationships with women, whether personal friends or professional mentors or some combination of the two, have been absolutely indispensable in helping me to become a productive person. So, you know, you may wonder, well, why talk about this now uh, at a time when we're all around the world hunkered down in our own homes as this virus seems to be rampaging around the world? What relevance does this have to productivity now or at any time for that matter? Well, I, I think I've given a little bit of explanation as to why those relationships are important. I, am, I will put links in the show notes to some other articles that talk specifically about why female friendships are important, both just personally and in the workplace in particular. And I encourage you to check those out. Certainly, we've talked about mentors in the past and it you know it makes sense that people who can mentor you either professionally or personally can help you be more productive but 
The relevance this has and why I guess I've been thinking about it for the last few weeks is it kind of all goes to the truth of that phrase from John Donne's meditation written clear back in 1624, the poem that starts with no man is an island, and I would say no woman either. So let's not get hung up on the terminology. He wasn't sexist. It was 1624, and man was a more generic term at that point. None of us is an island. We're all part of a larger whole, and the person we are today is affected by the voices we listen to and the people we spend time with. I know that's true for me. The women I've mentioned and many others that I haven't have helped shape my thinking, my worldview, my work style, my professional uh, career, my personality. Everything about me has been shaped by the people that I've had in my life and specifically these women who've been closest to me personally and professionally. Uh, Thus, they have helped me on my journey to making a life that matters. I am who I am because of these people. Certainly, my husband and my children have had that influence, but the, the women who've been in my life have had such an influence on me. I am a better person for knowing them, and thinking about that motivates me to pay more attention to being that kind of friend to other people. And for that reason... Even if in this time of isolation, I'm feeling the urge to reconnect with old friends, maybe find some new ones, because we really do need each other if we're going to make lives that truly matter. That's my thought on that. But what do you think? Are there friends and mentors, women who've made a difference in your life, in your uh, perspective, in your ability to be productive in every sense of that term? I would love to hear about one or two of those. You could share your story of of a friendship that has had, that has impacted you for the better by commenting in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 289. Or you can post a comment or question on the Productive Woman Facebook page or in the community Facebook group. I would also encourage you to maybe, if you've got some time while we're in isolation, to take a minute to reach out to one or more of them, to thank them for their friendship or their mentorship, and let them know what a difference they've made in your life, because they may be feeling just as isolated as you are right now, and maybe a kind word from someone they've been close to in the past Uh, hearing that they've made a difference, a positive difference for somebody might be just what they need to to cheer them up as they're going through um, this experience with the rest of us. If you have thoughts, ideas, questions that you want to share with me privately, you can email me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com and I would love to hear from you, so don't hesitate to do that. I am always, always happy to hear from from you, uh, from the women in this community, um, and the guys too, but specifically to the women. And so don't hesitate to reach out to me. That's feedback at theproductivewoman.com. 
Uh, before we go, remember our sponsor, FreshBooks, is offering the Productive Woman community a free 30-day trial of their cloud accounting service right now. No credit card required. You can try it out for 30 days and see if it will help you be more efficient and get paid more quickly uh, in your business. Just go to freshbooks.com TPW and enter the Productive Woman in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Thank you so much to FreshBooks for supporting the Productive Woman podcast and productive women everywhere. And that's it for this episode of The Productive Woman. As always, I thank you for spending this time with me. I hope you feel like it was a worthwhile use of your time and that you found something in it that is helpful or encouraging to you. I'd be delighted to hear from you, and I look forward to talking with you again very soon. So until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself, and go make your life matter.